0: Welcome back to the 4A Baseball Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We have made it through the most of this week. You're hearing this on Friday, so your weekend is tomorrow. You can relax a little bit, but for today, you can chill out, listen to some 4A Baseball. We're changing up our format just a little bit today. We got some key talking points we are going to go through. We might recap a little bit here and there, but the focus are some key questions we got. I'm with Steph today. How are you doing?
1: Doing good so far. Uh, got a lot of work to do, but hey, baseball is more important, right? So that's what we're here to talk about.
0: Hey, <laughs> i wish man uh it's been a fun past couple days i kind of wanted to start out with like some big news that came out today on thursday madison bubgarner got dfa'd uh obviously that's not the biggest news going around town but like i what are your thoughts
1: he i mean i mean after he hasn't been good um at all um and after the the fiasco yesterday with wilson contreras i mean you're not an ace. He's not an ace pitcher anymore. Like you can't just start yelling at a guy. Cause he swung hard. Like, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. Um, maybe, you know, a little more, but from what I know, Wilson Contreras swung at a ball pretty hard. And he was like, you suck based, like cleaning it up basically. Um, and then Contreras chirped back. He ended up walking him and then Contreras bat flipped. And then he started chirping at him again. Like, you're not if, – if you're, like, a Max Scherzer type guy, you can do that. But you're, you're Madison Bumgarner not in 2014. So you can't really – you can't do that. Um, so the, uh, this is by Jeff Pass. And the final line with Madison Bumgarner with the Dino was was five, a 5.23 ERA over 69 starts on his five-year $85 million deal. It's not good. Not good. Not good at all.
0: Um I, I think the, I, I paying him to be on a different team is going to benefit the diamondbacks in the long run because you're gonna give the opportunity for Kyle Nelson, Trey Jameson, Ryan Nelson to also to all get starts.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, it it definitely will. Um it, the big thing is is someone someone's gonna pick up Madison Fulbright. It's just
0: a matter of who,
1: and it's most likely going to be the Giants, if I'm gonna be honest, because and give him like a
0: last hurrah before he retires because he should retire. Um, yeah, as soon as the tweet came out, Tom texted us and he's like, oh no, we know what's about to happen. Um, And I was just looking into it to see if like Madison Bumgarner, Madison Bumgarner could be any bit useful, right? And like, his, via his stuff, his cutter and this one accidental slider he threw were above average. Like, imagine your best pitch being an accidental pitch you throw. That was Madison it, Bumgarner just... this year.
1: He's just, he's, Father Time is going to catch up with everybody. Um, And it it caught up with him, I think, a couple years ago. Um, Tom made the, he asked me if, if, if he is, he is the MLB version of Dwight Howard, right? And Brad's not a basketball guy. So Dwight Howard was early on and in the early 2000s was a defensive player of the year. He was an amazing player, got traded to the Lakers, was terrible. um, Then kind of bounced around from team to team for the rest of his career, but, between 2004 and 2019, Dwight Howard averaged more than 12 points a game. Like, and, and when he did, like his lowest average was 12, and that was his rookie season. Like, he he still was a high level performer at what he did. Madison Bumgarner is not that, and he hasn't been that since he's been in Arizona.
0: That's true, and, and the fact of the matter is, like you described, this guy who seemed like a pretty elite talent in basketball, and Madison Bumgarner yeah. was never an elite talent outside of the postseason. He was never the best yeah. player on his team. And Tom got so upset when I said that, <laughs> but it's true.
1: It is. It definitely is. But I mean, Dwight Howard was, was the face of the Orlando magic in the early 2000s. And, and, and Masson baumgartner was the face for the, the, the giants for a postseason run. That was about it. Like with yeah. that, I mean, it was, it was, it was Lincecum. It was Posey. It was, was Brandon Crawford. Like it was it, Pablo Sandoval. It was like, it was everyone else, but Bumgarner.
0: I'm looking – all right, he's already put up a negative 0. .9 war this season. Um, that's not great. So he had – his best two seasons were 2013 and 15 – or 14 and 16 in terms of Cy Young placement, right? Yeah. And it was never that dominant. Like, his best season was 2016, and that was Scherzer's year all the way. Like, I feel like in order to have a conversation where you're comparing him with some guy who looked like he was on Hall of Fame pace – that you have to have something besides one good moment or one good postseason. I
1: mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I like, I mean, I like Madison boomer. He's, he's a competitor. Yeah. He brings the fire that you want in a clubhouse, right. Grandpa fire. Um, sometimes not the type you want, but I mean, when it's, it, not only does it feel like he's not producing on the field, but when you're starting arguments with, Luis Contreras and last year was Victor Robles and, and, and it's just it doesn't it's not it's not going to benefit in your favor when you're not going out and producing at a high level and and Bumgarner just hasn't done that and I think it's time for the Diamondbacks to move on I think it's time for Bumgarner to move on whether that's move on from baseball at all or find a team that is willing to stick up put stick up with him for one year
0: I completely agree in there you mentioned something about Max Scherzer and I think that's a perfect segue (laughs) to what happened yeah. yesterday out at uh, Chavez Ravine. Max Scherzer was through three innings scoreless against the Dodgers, got out a good jam. When we come back from commercial, and he's been ejected. So the story goes that after the second inning, he's coming off the mound, and the umpire, Phil Coz- I think it's Phil Cozzi, right? So that right name? Phil Cozzy. Yeah. yeah, Phil Cozzy. Sounds right. He rubs his hand up, and he's like, it's too sticky, Right. The rosin and sweat that you put on your hand is too sticky. Sure, like okay. He goes down. And he washes his hands with alcohol to get the substance off. And there's literally an MLB official washing him. He comes back out after the third inning, after to the third inning, because he makes him change his glove. Goes out to the fourth, and he gets ejected for his stuff being too sticky. After the game, he's basically like, "I'm not stupid." I know I'm gonna get checked. Obviously, I wasn't cheating in the first place. I was using a legal substance. And if I'm if I know I'm gonna be searched under this fine tooth comb, I'm evidently not gonna do it the next inning. And he gets ejected for using Ross and then sweat. What do you think about that?
1: So I mean, I mean, we talked about it the other day with Domingo Herman, and I think I mean I think they have the right to eject him if they find it, if they find it too sticky. But again, there is some some leniency you gotta look, right? Scherzer, it, it's it, you watched him with alcohol. Um and he's like it's sweating rosin, sweat and rosin. He said, I swear on my kid's life I'm not I'm not doing anything. I'm not using anything. It's sweat and rosin. He said it over and over again. And I was literally I was watching the clip and he's like don't do it. Don't do it. And then the guy just, the guy just tossed him and he's like, Oh my God. Um but I don't know uh, I'm. I mean, I'm a Scherzer guy, so I'm going to be a little biased against it. But I don't know if it was the right move. But for what I said based on Domingo Herman last week, I think it was the move they had to do. Um, but on the same token, um, they said it was it was the stickiest. I think it was Phil Cuzzy said it was the stickiest he has ever felt a hand be since they've been doing checks. It was it was one of the one of the umpires said that, um, and Phil Cuzzi has. Phil Cuzzy and Phil Cuzzy's staff has ejected four batters for sticky stuff. Um, and Phil Cuzzy has ejected three of them himself. Um so I don't I don't I don't know if it was the right move. Um but I, I think there's gotta be, I don't know, you gotta you gotta look at it and you gotta think he's not he's not stupid. He's a how many years has he been playing? Like 20 years at this point. He, he he knows. See something like that but he knows not to be an idiot he's a two-time Cy Young multiple no-hitters like three times Cy Young sorry
0: yeah Um, but uh, this guy is a hall of famer he's not gonna risk his whole reputation on using sticky stuff in a game on April 19th yeah Uh,
1: I mean he's gonna he's gonna fight it I don't think he's gonna roll over. He's not who Max Scherzer is. Um he's going to fight it and hopefully they'll come back and they'll find something, but maybe that MLB wants to make an example of it and be like we're not it's yeah, it's been 2 years post when we first started this crackdown, but it's not it's not over. They might make it try and make an example out of Scherzer, which would be stupid. Yeah. But I think I think I think the ejection was warranted. I don't think he deserves a 10-day suspension. That's how that's how I'm going to put it, okay? I think the ejection was warranted. You were warned. He still finds it sticky. It, yeah, it was legal, but you get ejected because, you know what, he, he talked to you once about your hand. He talked to you a second time about your glove, and then he caught and then he got, he got you again on your hand. Was it legal? Most likely. But you got caught three different times with whatever it was, and you, you're tossed from the game. Do I think you should be suspended? No, not at all.
0: I mean, I'm right there with you, man. I think the whole situation was handled quite poorly. And so if the testing comes back, something has to be done to Phil Cozy for his actions. But then again, the umpires are going to be tentative to check if they are punished for this. So moving on, there was a big, big story yesterday about the Oakland Athletics in Las Vegas. Basically, the Oakland Athletics have purchased land in Las Vegas for $1.5 billion for stadium development. So it really does look like this is going to happen. They're going to move to Los Angeles. Except there was backlash from the Oakland County mayor. He's basically like, yeah, it, we're not – our negotiations with the Oakland Athletics are done. They've basically been using us as a ploy to get more money from Vegas. And the Athletics are saying, no, they're just the only ones giving us money. It's the phase four.
1: I know. I'm, I'm just listening because that's wild.
0: Yeah, no. The So basically, Oakland was like, you know – you guys are just using us to get more money from vegas to go to them and the athletics are like no they're just actually willing to give us money unlike you guys so we're going to go there and it really looks like it's going to be that because as of right now the lease with oakland coliseum expires after 2024 so right now it doesn't really there's no direction to where they're going to play in 25 or 26 we talked a couple of episodes ago, it was, it was a while ago now, about maybe Oakland and their AAA team doing a swap for a season, where the AAA team goes to oh, the Coliseum, and Oakland goes to the AAA Aviator Stadium. Maybe they'll do that for 25 and 26. I'm sure attendance would go up. Um, what do you think about this?
1: I mean, again, I have been – how long has it been since – when was Oakland last in the playoffs?
0: 2021, 2020.
1: It was before then. I'm trying to it think. Was it was like 20. I know, but I, I'm just trying to think. It was It was like 20, 2015 and 2016. I, I was watching an Oakland game and I was like, I'm just, I'm not a fan of the Oakland athletics. I've never, I, It's not because of their brand of baseball. I mean, sometimes you, you got to play money ball, right? It's what you have to do. But I've just never been, the, the culture in Oakland just hasn't been what I've wanted to watch as a baseball team. The, the fans aren't fully there, which I don't think it's fully the fans because I think it is fully the ownership and, and the city of Oakland. And I just don't think that they want the, or they can sustain a sports team anymore. It's just not there. Um, they, I mean, all of the teams that were in Oakland have moved out of Oakland. Um, and, and Vegas is going to take them. And it, the, the point that the, the Oakland mayor said that they're trying to use Vegas or whatever to, to get more money, that's stupid. Oakland wants – they, they want to stay in Oakland because they want to be true to the fans, or at least, you know, from what I've heard and what I've read and what I've seen, that's what they want. But there's literally possums in the away uh, broadcast booth it's not, it's not a good look on, on baseball as a whole. And, and it's not a good look in, on, on the athletics organization. I think a move to Vegas is the perfect thing. I've been preaching it since we started the podcast. and I was preaching it before we started the podcast. I wanted Oakland to move to Las Vegas, and then I want two expansion teams to pop up. Where the two expansion teams will be, completely other thing. But I think Vegas is the perfect spot for Oakland to move. They can actually start spending money now because they are actually be making revenue. Um, they're like right on, like, they're right on the strip. They're right outside of the strip, at least. I don't remember exactly where, but it, it, it's it's perfect. I, I, I love it. I want Oakland to move to Vegas. I wanted Oakland to move to Vegas. And hopefully within the next two years, they'll be in Vegas.
0: So I like this. It's good for baseball. And it looks like it's going to happen. Like, it looks like this is pretty official the way that they're going to pay for it is the athletics have to pay for the relocation. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that's going to go. But to the point, like, the fans want to go. There's the reverse boycott in June. It's just, why would you go out of your way to a stadium that's nasty? Like, to Uh, owners that don't care, to an uncompetitive product. Like,
1: I mean... Las Vegas will
0: support the team.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: So I I see this as an optimistic win, and we said before the season, what's one goal the Athletics have was for the season is to get relocated, and if this if if it looks like it's going to fill its fruition, the Athletics got their goal for the season. So Um, I guess that's pretty good.
1: I do I do hope I get to go to the the Coliseum at one point because I've never been. Um,
0: I do want to go. My
1: goal is to hit all thirty MLB stadiums. Um. And if I can knock that one out before they move, that would be amazing. But um, it's, it's like unanimously like the worst ballpark in baseball. Um, It's like them, Tropicana and a couple other ones, but those are like the bottom two. Um, And and when you're like unanimously the worst ballpark and you've been asking for a new ballpark and they're not providing it, you got to look elsewhere in Vegas has been the destination for all the sports teams. They got the Raiders, they got the Golden Knights, and now they're going to get whatever Oakland is going to turn into because I don't think they're going to stay the Las Vegas Athletics. Um I they think a full rebrand a hist- would be They've
0: perfect. got a history of being Athletics though. I could I
1: could see it, but I could also, I don't know. I could see I could see a whole I could see a whole rebrand too because they're like eh, let's 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 start from scratch. But um I could see it going either way. Um, personally, I would want a rebrand. I wouldn't want to be the Las Vegas Athletics. Uh, I don't know. I'd see like like go with like the Aces or something like that. Like I know there's a WNBA team called the. I think the Vegas Aces is a WNBA team. Mm-hmm. Um, but like going somewhere along the card route would be um, the Spades or something. <laughs> but something something along along the 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 card route or the gambling route would be would be perfect.
0: I like that. So, the Oakland Athletics. It looks like things are going in the right direction for them. And so, talking about organizations that are actually doing something right, we had three extensions that have taken place over the past couple of days, starting at the beginning of the week. We had Pablo Lopez extend to Twins for four years, seventy three point five million. Hunter Green six years, fifty three million with a seventh year option, and Logan Webb for five years, ninety million. Which of these stands out to you most? Hunter Green. That's a, that feels like a steal for Hunter Green.
1: I like mean, fifty three million. But yeah. is it is it just to get through arbitration, pretty much, or
0: six gets through arbitration, seventh I think gets first year of free agency.
1: Okay. I mean, I don't know. It feels like I don't know fifty three million for a young and budding starting pitcher. It feels it feels like a steal for the Reds, and it locks him down for the next six to seven years because it's a club option, right? Yeah, um. So it locks him down, assuming he's good, for the next seven years, and uh, he's supposed to be your ace going forward. And I mean, that's what you need for a pretty cheap contract.
0: So I'm looking at it right now. The way it's structured is he'll make one million this year, which I think was already agreed upon. Three million next year, six million in 2025, eight million in 26, fifteen and 27, sixteen and 28, and then. If they pick up the club option in twenty nine, it's twenty-one million. Okay.
1: I I mean I think it's a I think it's a complete I mean I think it's a complete win for the Reds. I'm not saying like the Hunter Green lost at all, but I'm saying it's I think it's a complete win for the Reds because sign him to a pretty cheap contract, right? You mm-hmm. lock him down for seven years and you have your ace of the future for the future. It's like the Nats going back and signing K Bear for to an eight year deal. Lock down your your franchise catcher for the next eight years. It's it's a perfect it's a perfect deal.
0: So on um, one of I'm... our or on one of our YouTube videos, this uh, commenter named Run to the Hills commented about how it was our video from a while back about the Braves extension of Sean Murphy doesn't make him a dynasty? And uh, I would like to point out the fact that he's basically talking about how these guys are ring chasing. They're basically getting their first. They're getting their career locked up financially. It's basically saying you have this safety net to fail, but you're also restricting how much you can make in the future. Yeah. And I feel like this falls under that exact category because it's like, hey, you know what? If he flames out, if his arm just you know isn't that, he has a safety net for his career, which is good. It's always good to have that. But it's also if Hunter Green you know, turns into this ace, he's getting paid dirt their money in yeah. terms of major league
1: money. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I, I it the, it's about what do you want? You want the financial security, especially if you do flame out. You're a flamethrower. That arm is not gonna be able to sustain that that tension, and there will Hunter Green will have an arm injury at some point through his career. It's 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 guaranteed to happen. I
0: mean, you don't want it to Tom happen,
1: John. but yeah, exactly. So like, but it's probably he. There's going to be pokes and needles throughout the, the, this this contract. It's just a matter of can he sustain it? Can the Reds sustain it? And if he turns into that ace, he's going to be like you said. It's it's, it's it's he's the ace. It's it's dirt cheap in 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 the long run.
0: So I'd like to move on to another extension, Logan Webb. I think it's a good extension. Great move by the Giants. He actually got to spend money on someone for a long term period this offseason, or I guess this season. It gets him through his age 32 season or 31. He runs a free agent at 32. I, it's a great signing. He's been their best pitcher so far this year, not in terms of results, just in terms of quality. Yeah. Uh, Alex Cobb was really good yesterday. The Giants went to the Marlins. Uh, Tom did not write actually what the series result was. I think the Giants took two of three though. Um, he just wrote that. Please end my suffering. Do you think Michael Conforto gets traded at the trade deadline?
1: I I think they need a clean house. I mean outside of I guess Logan Webb but I, I if 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 they're not competing and, and we talked about earlier we like we don't know if the Diamondbacks Giants race that we had built up in our head is really going to be that much of a race and if it comes to the deadline move move Peterson move uh, Conforto uh, some of these like uh, Sean Maniah, like some of these one-year type of guys move move them try and get some prospects trying and get something because they don't I don't know where their prospect system ranks, but they're not a highly ranked prospect system, and they're basically in the same. They're they are in the same scenario the Nats are in, but worse.
0: I don't know what's worse. I think with a couple of revamps no, 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 no. of. Sorry, go for it. The the
1: what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to go with is in 2021 when the Nats blew everything up for the first first time, and then they did it again the next year. But we don't talk about it. They they had stars that you could get a lot from. Moving Conforto and Jock Peterson and Sean Manaya is not going to get you the same. Moving Trey Turner and and Max Scherzer is going to get.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. But it's also, I think the Giants, with those talents, are a little bit closer to competing than the Nationals were. Because the Jassels were going to lose those guys within a couple of years. Like, Trey Turner was a 22 free agent. Scherzer was a 21 free agent. The only one they didn't really weren't going to lose for a long time was Juan Soto, but that's kind of what restocked that farm system, right? Because Trey Turner sent two players right to the major league level, uh, in Josiah Gray and K. Ruiz. Yeah. And then Max Scherzer was in that trade as well, and he's kind of what supplied that. The thing with the Giants is they have a group of players to build around that they could win this, right? It's just, I don't, Think the we talked about this in sevenfold. The fact that the Giants didn't sell at the last trade deadline set them back this year because yeah. losing a couple of seasons would have put them in a better direction. Because right now, Mitch Haniger's still out, Jock Peterson's out, Austin Slater's out, Roberto Perez is out, and I just Alex Woods out, Luke Jackson's recovering from TJ. So like right now, you have Alex Cobb, Sean Mania. I don't know about Dees Cofani's under a three year contract, so you still have him for another year. You have Ross Shirk. These are all guys that could garner a prospect or two. If you pair them together, St. Louis Cardinals, you got a prospect or two.
1: That's fair. I mean, what do you think? What, what, I'm going to throw it out there because what package would the Giants have to put together to get a Mason Wynn type player?
0: Okay, here's the thing, right? I don't think Mason Wynn's the same caliber as Jordan Walker. I think that's sh- true i agree i think we kind of overestimate his bat to some degree that's fair and i don't know but i, I like, like
1: his i like his 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 defense isn't all there yet he he still makes some some mistakes in the field but it makes up his arm makes up for a lot of mistakes that he does make mm-hmm. um i do agree i don't think the bat is fully there yet but he still has like A couple. He still has a year or two, I think, until he's. I think he still, in my opinion, he's he has a year before he's actually like MLB ready.
0: So right now, Mason Wins projected as a fifty future value player. Obviously, that doesn't inherently mean anything. We've seen people can break out of that, or they could be worse than that. Past two seasons in the minor leagues, he's been a league average bat. This year, he's at a fifty wRC plus, not great. but That's only seventy nine plate appearances. He could be fine. I think that's one of those you could really. You only have to deal maybe like an Alex Cobb if he's very good. Uh I don't remember the exact contract that the Giants signed Alex Cobb to, but I want to say it was a two-year deal. Yeah, he signed two year $20 million deal uh last offseason. I mean, it, so like that's a guy that could be sent over and you could probably get a one for one there.
1: Uh maybe. I I think I don't know. I think the Car- I think the Cardinals just want to keep their prospects. So I think they would ask for a little more, but you're, on a you're straight not up, position I, I to.
0: With that. You're not in a That's position. fair. The Cardinals, Especially if you with... want to transition there, like they're not in a position to be asking so much of their prospects. They don't have pitching. Teams can yeah. be like, hey, here's one pitcher. We want one prospect. Cardinals be like, you know what? We pump out really good prospects. You're going to have to pay more for that. Other teams are kind of like, okay, we'll just go to a different team with pitching. Yeah. And the Cardinals have to be like, wait, 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 wait. We need that pitching. Because right now, their pitching is atrocious. It has yeah. been horrible. I mean, Miles Michael had his best start of the season so far, and it was three earned runs. Yeah. The only bright spot's been Jordan Montgomery. He got touched up in his last start. Jack Flaherty has no control. Jake Woodford and Steven Mets are just not good. Like, that starting rotation is bad. Adam Wainwright should be back at some point. But is that really the reinforcement you want?
1: It's the reinforcement they need. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's the reinforcement they want, but it's it's the one they need. He's he's their clubhouse guy, and have him actually be out on the field is very important. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, they they they, both both these teams got to do something because both these I'm not gonna say both these teams lack direction. The Giants lack direction, and I think dealing some of these some of these this Conforto Cobb if he is continues on his pace, uh, Sean Maniah, if he can figure out some of the things he needs to figure out, it's it's necessary um for them to move these guys cuz like we said last year if they had traded Rodon they'd be in a much better situation right now than they they are currently
0: Because remember if they didn't make that last two week push they wouldn't be a 500 team last year and yeah. like right now the cardinals their jack Flaherty has their best starting ERA of a 2.95 with a 5.48 fifth, which is the second worst this is because he's walked yeah. the same amount of batters he struck out it's like if we look the giants and cardinals are two teams that we should pair together for trade deadline. And that's if the Cardinals are, the Cardinals will be in it. They'll be fine. Which is a perfect segue into a, another question that I have. So of these five teams, I want you to rank them based on what you're most concerned to least concerned about. All right? The Mariners, the Cardinals, the Phillies, the Astros, and the Dodgers. Who are we least right. or most concerned about? So as currently constructed, least
1: concerned, I'm gonna go with Astros because I think they're still missing some of their core pieces, like we talked about. Michael Brantley's still out. Uh, uh, Jose is still out. Starting pitching still trying to find its legs under it. Um, next, I'd go with it's got to be. I think I got it go with the Dodgers. Next, um, they're still like again, like we talked about. They're still young. There's still a lot they can do. It's just a matter of their pitching staff is. Can their pitching staff do what is necessary to be done? what is B- is Bueller supposed to come back this year?
0: If anything, would be like a no? September comeback, which just wouldn't okay. make sense. I wasn't sure,
1: um. But again, it's 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 can Syndergaard keep doing his thing? Can Arias keep doing his thing? Can it's not even starting, Herschel, starting can rotations? The bullpen fine. The starting do their fine. thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, now is when it gets hard, but. I'm going to go – because the Mariners – the Mariners I'm not concerned about, but I am concerned about because they are, like – they've only had one year of success. And is it – can they repeat that this year for what they did last year? So I'm going to put them in the middle. I think, like, I'm not super concerned, but I'm also – slightly concerned. Um, and I would say I'd say I'm most concerned for... I mean, I'd say I'm most concerned for the Cardinals. And then Phillies is is right under them. The only reason the Cardinals beat out the Phillies is because the Phillies don't have their X-Factor and Bryce Harper back yet. Um, when he comes back, I think he will be the X-Factor. I think the starting rotation starting out slow and the bullpen is starting out slow. So can they... Fix those things, and I don't know if they can.
0: I think that's, I, I mean, I get that. It's also they they haven't played a competitive brand of baseball, they barely took two of three from yeah. the White Sox this past weekend. Like, it, yeah, okay, they got no hit by Lucas Giolito for six innings a couple years ago. That's great, but Lucas Giolito hasn't been good, or at least was really bad last year. This is his first good start of the year, right? Trey Turner, he's starting to turn his season around. At the beginning, like he's got a high batting average, but everything else had just supported him being so unbelievably garbage. But he's turning that around. Right. Yeah.
1: So, I've been I've been watching some some Philly guys, and and it they're just saying it doesn't feel like like last year. It felt like the team wanted it throughout the entirety of the season. It's just at at this point in time, it doesn't feel like they're giving the effort that they need to win ball games and you don't want to start down it's very hard to come back from a terrible record at the start of the season now teams have done it going like i say it's impossible but it's very hard to come back from that and yeah it's early they're still trying to get their legs in and we're still missing their x-factor in harper you need starting rotation bullpen to actually kick into gear there's still a lot of factors that played that need to develop but it's hard it's just it's so hard to play 162 games and want all 162 games and it just it doesn't feel like they want even half of the 162 games
0: would you almost describe them as being complacent they feel like all right we've got this we'll, yeah. we'll make the playoffs. we just need to make sure we can make the push again but they're not yeah the
1: exactly and exactly like i feel like the marlins the marlins go out there and it feels like they they want each game like from what i've watched <laughs> the um, worst offense like, like in teams- baseball
0: of run production okay
1: yes but the pitchers no yeah. um but like like when you're when you're watching them play right it, it looks like they they're a collective team that wants to win the, the twins that's a better example the twins go out there and fight for every single game that they're in it seems like once once the the Phillies get down they're down and out for the count um like, like it was the, the Reds game, they kind of got down, and they kind of got – they were down 5 nothing. and I watched a play where uh, a ball skipped away from first and Turner tried to round and head to second. He kind of like lackadaisically ran to second. He got thrown out. Like, it's mm. – it's 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 it, it it's, at the end of the day, it's the little things that are important. Um, but, again, that's the 14th. Team. teams Cardinals, it's just – as currently constructed, they have no pitching. They, they have nothing. The, the Phillies at least have the upside of solid pitching and Bryce Harper. Cardinals don't. They have Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis and Jordan Montgomery. It's, a, it's really about it.
0: No, I, you're right. It's. I think we should be very concerned about the Cardinals because that offense is like really, really good. It's just the oh pitching yeah. so unbelievably bad. You can't slot. You can't you know put in six runs a game on offense and still lose every single game that you do that with. Like they're almost. I'd almost say right now. To a little bit more of an extreme, they're similar to the Red Sox.
1: Yeah. The, there's like a see, the Red, big... Sox, Red Sox, assuming Sale is what he is in his last start for more than or just half a, middle the ground, left, a middle ground. Yeah. Then I, I'm more worried about the, the Cardinals and the Red Sox because the Red Sox at least have an ace in Chris Sale.
0: And they um, aren't supposed to be a playoff team.
1: They're not. No. And the Cardinals are supposed to win the Central by a lot of people's takes.
0: And they're in fourth right now. I mean, again, yeah. 19 games in. You, I, a, quick five mm, games, yeah, a quick five game winning streak puts you above 500 by two games. But like, yeah. I, I don't know.
1: Where would where would you rank them? Would you have them in my rankings or switch I them all around at
0: all? I would swap the Mariners and Phillies. I think okay. the Phillies will be okay. It's just they're not firing on all cylinders. I think they'll. I think the Astros are an actually good baseball team. It's just they've gotten off yeah. to a slow start. The I Dodgers, mean, so
1: one was, of one of my notes is is Jose Abreu has not hit a home run yet, and mm-hmm. his percentiles don't look particularly good either. No, like it, it, are we worried about him at all?
0: Um, I don't think I'm worried about him. I, he's got he's still got great control of the plate. I think yeah. some of it is some adjustment. Some of the league's adjusting to him. I'd like to see, I guarantee you, he's struggling against fastballs. Let's scroll down here. Fastballs. He's actually hitting fastballs well this year, which is a change from last year. This is like the one thing last year he wasn't hitting well. I I so, don't know.
1: It, it, yeah, I don't know. I think, again, like you just said, Astros are a good team. I think the Dodgers are a good team while they're young and still trying to figure out their stuff. Bullpen, the bullpen's the big
0: one. I would like to say the young talent has not been the issue. It has been the veterans. It's been veterans in shortstop. Over the past five seasons, we've had Corey Seager, Manny Machado, Trey Turner. Those are elite players that all got $300 million contracts, but some of them got two $300 million contracts. And supposed to be gavin lux this year which i was fine with you know what you're giving a kid stability he's going to play every day he's going to have an opportunity to show up learn the position get 600 that pass february 28th harris's acl out for the season thankfully we got miguel rojas who has been awful he's dealing with groin and hamstring issues and i don't want to talk about the daughters too much yeah all i'm gonna say is Luke Williams was our starting shortstop yesterday. He was on four different teams last year. So did you see, I think I sent it to you,
1: Mookie Betts might get some play at shortstop. What okay do you feel about that? I'd okay. be okay I with that. I wasn't sure.
0: Because he's a, good,
1: he's a good second baseman. He's
0: a fantastic athlete. Chris Taylor's out with some left That's side true. discomfort right now. And our outfield's fairly solid. James Outman looks like, he's not, again, we said he's not Babe Ruth. But he's looks like a very quality major league. He looks major league red. David Peralta and J.D. Martinez. Uh, David Peralta has been not great. J.D. Martinez has been okay. But there, the thing is, you can plug and play outfielders. Shortstop is very different. And that's all I want to do into the dodge. I don't want to make this a dodge. Kick, so. that's the great. reason I'm more concerned about the Mariners than the Phillies is I feel like the Phillies almost have more of a chip on their shoulder. I think the mayor is mean, fair. I think the mayor, to the, my point about the Phillies thinking they're going to make the playoffs, I think the Mariners are like, yeah, we're making the playoffs. And right now, their starting pitching's been, it's been okay. Tulio Rodriguez really hasn't been that good. Mm-hmm. And Tasker Hernandez isn't going, there's so much of that lineup really isn't going right now. Eugenio Suarez looks okay. They're not going. And for right now, the Rangers are going. The Angels are competing. They look like a 500 team, which is, you know what, a step in the right direction. They're going to lose Shoyo Atani. That's a discussion for another episode. Jeff Passan goes out today, and he's like, yeah, if the Angels don't make the playoffs, Otani's gone. Like um,
1: what? <laughs> obviously. Like, what?
0: I'm no, sorry. But he's but basically like, saying, like, like, if they don't make the playoffs, he will not re-sign there.
1: Yeah, I know. But, like, I'm pretty sure that was, like, everyone's, like, yeah, no, no duh. I, I don't know. I, I saw that, and I was like, I mean, obviously, like, that's.
0: Yeah. Um, the reason, I, it, the Mariners concern me more because the Phillies always find a way to pull off some crazy deadline trade. The Mariners' farm system is simply depleted outside of Harry Ford. And I think he could get dealt because he's blocked by Cal Raleigh, who also hasn't been good. And the Phillies have decent starting. Like, they both have high-end starting pitching. I'm less concerned about catcher. the Phillies. Um, half of baseball.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm kind of like
0: a team. Mm, Harry Ford for Sean Manaya and Ross Stripling.
1: Yeah, I, I that would be a decent trade. The Red hey, we're Sox. Just build, we're building the perfect Giants for Tom. Like, go get Mason, Wynn. Go, go, go get Harry Ford. Like, I mean, yeah. it's perfect.
0: No, I think like there is some reason to be a little bit concerned about each team, but it's more exponential. It's like Astros concern, Dodgers concern phillies mariners cardinals yeah, uh, yeah yeah slope slope form yeah it's uh, e to the x and then final question before we get into power rankings and this is an interesting one the twins last year were uh, the class of the al central for the first four months they i wouldn't call it like the classes and they were elite but they were in first and right now they look like a very, very good team. They just went to New York over the weekend and they took two out of three. Right now they split 1-1 with the Red Sox game. Three is today. Are the Twins legit or are they just hot?
1: I don't think they are a first in the Central, but I think they are a wild card, very high contender. Um, I think they are kind of playing more to their ceiling right now than to their floor. I think the starting pitching is incredible. Um, But you also have to take into account everyone's healthy
0: currently. There's always that one team that's like randomly just completely healthy.
1: That is true. But when you have Byron Buxton, Pablo Lopez, uh, who else? Carlos Correa and his ankle. Uh, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Like you have guys on this team that have been hurt in the past, have a history of being hurt. You, you just need everyone to be out there on the field consistently. And I think that the addition of Michael A. Taylor for the Twins has been an underrated factor because um, he's he's taking, he's taking time and starts in center field to make those defensive risky catches and giving Buxton days where he can go play DH. Um, I think that's very, very good for the Twins team. So I would I would be surprised if they are a 500 team.
0: I, I agree with that. I think the Twins are a little bit better than you're giving them credit for. I don't think they're a 600 winning percentage team uh, that's you know yes. 97 and 65. I don't think they're there. I think they might be better than the Guardians. though. The offense is, a, is slightly worse. I think the Guardians have had a little bit of bad luck on their side, but I think the Twins starting pitching stacks up, if not better, because it's crazy what happens when you have a lineup that can sometimes produce and not Dylan Bundy and Chris Archer throwing every day. Like, they put out borderline elite starting rotation. I'm going to say it. It's borderline elite. It's Pablo Lopez, who looks everything of an ace. Sonny Gray, who is their ace right now. Joe Ryan, who looks great. Kenta Maeda, uh, first start was really good. It's a little shaky sense. And then Tyler Male, who's gotten unlucky.
1: Kent Maeda did get hit by a ball today. Um he walked off on on his own power, but he did get pulled after he got hit. He got hit in the it was a comeback or got hit off the leg. Um, picked hey, up the ball, threw it over, collapsed to the ground in pain.
0: Um, not catch a break.
1: He can't. He really can't. Um I think we all want Kenton on the field. Again, I mean I'm saying they're 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 I think they are can firmly be in the wild card spot. Um and I don't know. I I think I, I think I see I see a little regression in them and I see um, I see the Guardians getting a little better, like I see kind of not exactly like a flip, but I'm definitely gonna see like it's gonna be a fun competition down the stretch on whether the Guardians or the Twins are in the playoffs at all or a or, or wild card team at least.
0: Okay, okay, I was looking real quick just on uh Eno Serres's stuff plus that he posts on Twitter for the minor leagues. I remember seeing this the other day, right now simeon woods which woods richardson you remember that really bendy jersey back name uh yeah. he is the number five triple a starting pitcher in terms of stuff plus okay so that's a twins pitching prospect so that's if maeda big. does go down there's another guy that they can get called up if you want to reference guys that have come up and really effective over the past week todd bradley came up for the Rays. Uh, second time around, nine strikeouts over five and a third against the Reds. Mason Miller made his debut. That looks like the only bright spot for the Oakland Athletics besides getting relocated. And now Seaman Woods-Richardson. So, with that, Steves, I would like to get into this week's power rankings. Yeah. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Rays did lose their winning streak. And they're still the best team in baseball. It's not close. So in terms of pitching, number one was the Rays, number two, the Twins, number three, the Yankees, number four, the Braves, number five, the Rangers, number six, the Dodgers, number seven, the Mariners, number eight, Brewers, number nine, Asher's, and number 10, the Cubs. Anything okay. like egregious there to you?
1: Not really. Um, I don't know. Again, all I mean, all the teams that are in the top 10, I feel, are so close. They're all so kind of interchangeable. I think the Rays, uh I think the Rays are I'm kind of worried about the Rays because they are down at Jeffrey Springs.
0: Mm-hmm. Then
1: you can bring up a guy like Taj Bradley, who will perform about as well um in his young career. Um and then the twins, we just we we talked about the twins enough, I think.
0: Okay. I like I you didn't Tom didn't get to have input on this one this week. Um and the Cubs, you didn't have them. I had them. I like yes. what they did. I watched them against the Dodgers. They looked really good. And the numbers back it up. The numbers back up, they are a very good pitching staff. Like they expect the Woba, everything back there. They're good in war. Uh Astros are actually they're they're playing past the World Series grace period right now. Their starting pitching is at least. And in the hitting rankings, they ranked 10th in hitting. Ninth went to the Brewers. Eighth went to the Giants on the Sole Stevs vote, but number seven went to the Cubs on the Sole Brad vote. Uh, Orioles number six, number five is the Dodgers, number four is the Blue Jays, number three the Cardinals, two the Braves, and shockingly number one the Rays. The Rays have put up eight f four. Their offense has the next closest team is three point eight.
1: I mean, I feel like we could sit here and talk all day about how good the Rays are. Um, just, they're just good, like top to bottom. They're 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 good. I mean, you you said it before the season that you think this was the best Rays team that they've had in the last half decade. And you've been you've been spot on so far this season. Like if they play 500 ball the rest of the season, they're still, I think, I think they're better than they were last season, right?
0: Yeah, we talked about you that. After, to- after, the, after the 13-game winning streak, all they had to do was play 500 ball and they'd be 87 and 75.
1: Yeah, like uh, it, it, it seems incredible. And you and, uh, just hope they don't get bit by the injury bug again like they did last year. Um, we really, I'm trying to think of like, like the Yankees are really the only team that really gotten bit by the injury bug.
0: Um, but that always happens. It does. I mean, there's
1: always, there's always a, there's always 18 that just like collapses due to injury. Um, and you just got to hope your team is not the one to get hit.
0: Yeah. I, I just, the Cardinals, they shot, you got the number three offense in baseball. It's just, a bottom you, and you don't even stuff. you don't even make the power rankings, the, the top ten teams in baseball. That's that is where it is crazy to me. Yep. I'd like to get into the overall because there were some teams that missed out. Actually, I'd like to talk about the teams that just missed out on the hitting. The Rangers and Yankees both got a vote. The Pirates and Phillies both got a vote. What are your thoughts of the Pittsburgh Pirates offense so far?
1: I mean, Andrew McCutcheon has had his best season so far. Like, I saw a stat. He's batting, like, 300 on the season thus far through the season. And, I mean, that's just, like, a testament. And, like, like, think – like, Brian Hayes hasn't reached his full potential quite yet. He's and, actually been
0: really good this year.
1: Yeah, but he hasn't reached – I don't think he's reached his full potential oh. as a hitter quite yet. So, I mean, and you're out in O'Neal Cruz. Like, like, you're missing key pieces right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think – and if you can keep getting this production by Andrew from Andrew McCutcheon and Brian Hayes can continue to get reach his ceiling the team's really only gonna get better. I mean, you got guys like g Juanan Bay kind of coming up and and playing really well on both sides of the ball at different positions uh g man Choi's going out and doing his thing like I, the team's good um i I think i don't I don't want them to play well just yet because I don't want them to pull a giants and like mess up what they're going to to continue to do, but they're on the right path.
0: And so with that, I obviously didn't make this week's top 10. Uh, The Orioles, Mets, and Astros all missed out. Uh, Mets, I could see definitely cracking in next week. Astros, obviously. The Cubs and Rangers were at 10 and 9. Those are teams like right on the the brink, but I think it's also the fact that the Angels got a higher vote from you, uh, putting them at 8th. I I had them – I didn't have the Angels in my top ten uh, just because they have played really shaky. And they're just teams that, in my they, eyes, they, they have. Hard. That's um, fair.
1: I'll give you that. Um, It's just – my the big thing for me is their defensive woes and their starting pitching, which really, like, through the past couple games – or through, at the start of the season, we weren't really worried about their starting pitching that much. And we were really worried about their bullpen. And through the past, like, six games, their bullpen's kind of been locked down. And their starting rotation – been less than sub or less than par so subpar they, it, it was subpar but I'd say less than par Brad okay <laughs> but like that's it, it's it's just so I don't know it, it's so weird that how baseball works sometimes but I think if they can get their starting pitching to come in and do their thing and they're starting or then their bullpen can continue to do this they're going to be a really good team and maybe make the playoffs and maybe keep Shohei Ohtani.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, I hope, I think it would be better for baseball to sh- for Shohei Otani to hit free agency. But... I want him
1: to hit free agency, but I also want him to stay on the Angels. Yeah. Right. Like, if that makes sense. Cause I don't yeah. know. I, I, I don't, I don't want him to go to another team, especially I don't want him to go to a New York team. Like, that was one of the questions I had when I was going through because mm. the whole weekend it was just Shohei in New York. Oh, they're selling his jersey at the team store. Like, I'm like, dude, he's not, he's, he's not, he's not a Yankee. He's not, I don't think he's ever gonna wear the pinstripes. I could see it, but I I just I don't want him to be a Yankee. I don't.
0: I completely agree. I do not like the Yankees, and I think he'd just be better in other markets. At number seven, we got the Blue Jays. Number six, the Dodgers who make a steep fall. Number five, the Brewers, number four, the Yankees. Number three, the Twins. Number two, the Braves. And shockingly, at number one, the Tampa Bay Braves.
1: Uh Personally, I feel like the Athletics should be number one. Um, they're so I mean, the- bad. It's
0: Ruiz, though, Brad. Stebs, they're 3-16. and 16. Do you know what their expected record is? Probably better than the Nats. No, 3-16. and 16. Yeah, I know. They are literally expected to be as bad as they are. They're on a seven game Okay. Final question before we leave. Okay. Will the Oakland Athletics be worse than the 2018 Orioles and 2019 Tigers? 48 or 47 and
1: 115. 47 and 1. That's so hard to do.
0: I mean, they're on pace to go. Let's see. They're on pace to go 26 and the excess 26 and 136.
1: I don't know if they'll be worse, but they'll definitely be around there. Like 45 to 50 wins. All right. Does that feel fair?
0: Yeah. I, I this team is horrible. <sighs>
1: there's no, there's not even like a, like at least with like the Tigers or the Nationals, you can look at them and be like, oh, they have Spencer Torkelson or Riley Green or CJ Abrams or, or Mackenzie Gore. Right. You look at the, The athletics—they have Estuary Ruiz and Shay Langoliers, and one season of Shintaro Fujinami if he's even good. But yeah, there's just there's no one to be excited about if you're hopefully a Vegas fan in two years. So it just sucks. It it sucks because they are such an esteemed organization historically, right? Mm And they're just not good.
0: Yeah. Well, on a more interesting note, before we hop off, Fernando Tatis is back tonight yes. at 940 Eastern time. Uh, I'll be watching that. Uh, obviously you'll be listening to this after. So he will have come back last night he'll be on TV Friday night as well. He'll be back for the rest of the season until he does something stupid. So thank you all for listening to the 4A baseball podcast. If you've enjoyed, if you, yeah, if you've enjoyed, please consider leaving a rating, a review, a suggestion, share this with a friend. We do appreciate any support in that form. If you want to interact with us at all? All social media are down there in the description. Pretty good follow. We're getting better about being on TikTok. We'll be a lot better over the next couple of weeks. Thank you all for listening to the Ford Baseball Podcast. We will see you all next time. Peace. Stay.